0: Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Show, a podcast for government and public sector marketing professionals who want to level up their digital marketing and social media knowledge, skills and strategic thinking. And now, welcome your host, Joanne Sweeney.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. So we're going to start a little bit differently in this episode Scientists are observing changes in the Earth's climate in every region and across the whole climate system. Many of the changes observed, such as continued sea level rise, are irreversible over hundreds to thousands of years. Now, this is the damning conclusion of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change in its most recent report. The IPCC is the UN body for assessing the science related to climate change. And I want to ask the question in this episode is science communication changing to actually make a real impact when it comes to? the impact of climate change on citizens. The words new normal are words that we're now accustomed to when it comes to the pandemic, but they also can apply equally to what we're experiencing from an environmental point of view. So coming up in this episode, I discuss closing down the climate communications catastrophe. What climate change is teaching us about communications in the digital age? Why science professionals need to step up their online presence and I share with you some great examples of who's communicating climate change really well. So, stay tuned. The IPCC report of the UN was conducted by 234 authors from 66 countries. While the science provides evidence that we are in trouble if we do not take radical action, there is a more upbeat note suggesting that if we make a strong and a sustained effort in reducing CO2 emissions, that we can reverse the impact of climate change over the next 20 to 30 years. Time is clearly running out on this global emergency So it's time for science professionals to step up online. Did you know that Tim Berners-Lee, who founded the internet in 1989, was actually working for a, a global science institution working on nuclear power? And he is the founder and the creator of the internet that has transformed our worlds and communication But the reason that he did it was because he wanted to share information and other research and knowledge with his colleagues in the world of science. And so if you think about it, scientists were the early adopters of the internet, and your work really commands data and evidence and proven knowledge, and of course, you understand the importance of sharing that knowledge and those insights with your peers to make change happen. So it really is time for science professionals at all levels and all grades to step up and to wholly embrace the world of digital communications. It's no longer just the responsibility of the marketing or communications department to lead out on comms for the sciences and the researchers. It's really important that everybody embraces it. And so the world of the S3, search, social, and the smartphone is really dependent on you closing the gap on the communications catastrophe if we are to succeed in reversing those CO2 emissions. Because let's face it, In the absence of any other sort of antidote to climate, this climate emergency, all we have are conversations and storytelling and emotionally engaging with the public to let them know that what they do will make an impact. And of course, this applies to industry and to big business as well.
0: Level up your digital skills by taking our diploma in digital marketing, plus gain an industry qualification. Use the code digitalmarketing20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com.
1: So how do we close down the climate communications gap? Well, I think that we can do it in five ways. First of all, within your organization, you need to make digital communications a strategic priority in any science-led government or public sector organization. You see, if it's not a priority, then it's going to fall down the list of things to do. And also nobody's going to lead out and take charge. So make it a priority. Number two, I would definitely say upskill scientists and equip them to share their knowledge around the science. Scientists often get accused of not being able to communicate in plain English or in layman's terms, but I tend to disagree. I think that there are very many scientists who are hugely engaging and who've really mastered the art of digital communication. So equipping them with the skills will really give you greater capacity within your organisation. You've also then got to create conversations that spark the interest and that emotional appeal of citizens. Let's face it, the human race find it difficult to commit to long-term changes. You know, we often think about the now and we don't think about perhaps 10 or 20 years down the line, but that's really what we need to do in order to overcome the, the climate emergency and to take hold of that climate revolution. We've got to listen and learn. If the public are talking about Climate action, the climate emergency, whether it 's marine or whether it 's from a, from the forests, you have to make sure that you 're hearing what they 're saying and closing all of those communications gaps it 's only when you listen and understand to public conversations to commentators and indeed to media that it will inspire you into action and to lead out on conversations that people actually care about. You've also then got to be willing to create content formats that will engage the public. You've got your research published in a journal, it's available on your website, but is it going to sing online? Is it really going to capture the attention? One organisation that communicates climate action information very well is the world economic forum and i'll I'll touch on them a little bit later but suffice to say engage in video in live streaming images through carousel and then nice short social posts to really get the public hungry for more from you because if you don't revolutionize your digital communications then how are we going to expect the public to revolutionise how we are living our lives during this climate emergency? One great example of how you can see science communications in action is from Kelsey Barnhill. She's a young PhD researcher in Edinburgh and she's exploring the ocean deep and trying to understand what's happening off the coast of Cape Verde. And she tweets from a live deep water sea mission and it's that type of storytelling bringing us on a journey and educating us on why the deep sea actually matters to us above sea level and on land and there's a whole generation of young scientists just like Kelsey who are really commanding the internet right now and if you haven't come across the All-Atlantic Youth Ambassadors, I suggest that you do, because they are a great example of how science communications can really shine in the digital age. A one-stop-shop digital marketing and social media resource. Join our Membership Academy for 12 months. Access a library of how-to videos, template strategies, and organizational policies. Monthly live coaching. Attend webinars with subject matter experts. Meet and network with public sector pros from across the world. Use the code MEMBERSHIP20 for a 20% discount.
0: Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com
1: In today's show, I'm going to share with you three organizations that I believe are communicating climate change really well online. So we're gonna have a look at the World Economic Forum, we're gonna have a look at the Marine Institute, and also we're gonna have a look at Chagas, Ireland's National Agriculture and Food Development Agency. The Marine Institute launched their debut podcast, Oceans of Learning this year, as a way to really engage citizens and stakeholders in marine science, and it's available on all podcast platforms. But what I love about what they've done is that they've made the information really accessible. So having a look at their titles, our ocean, our future, can Ireland become an ocean superpower "Our climate under ocean, what it means for Ireland's future. So these are real questions that citizens and other influencers ask. And then you can tune in and listen to really rich and meaningful conversation from subject matter experts. Audio and social audio, as we know, is growing in popularity. And podcasts are a great way for public sector to really lean into their influence and to own their topics. So huge kudos to the team at Marine Institute. Staying in Ireland, we're gonna jump over to Chagas, Ireland's Agriculture and Food Development Authority. And during COVID, of course, like every public sector agency, their communication strategy was completely disrupted. And these guys actually are presenting at the Public Sector Digital Marketing Summit about this project, Chagas Daily. And this is where they reoriented it online and they actually began to get out little news bites of information around all areas of agriculture and food, food development and communicating it in ways that are really accessible. So if you go go on to chagasc.ie forward slash news hyphen events forward slash daily, you actually get to read articles that are categorized from dairy to crops to grassland, environment, farm business, horticulture, and then you get to choose your content format. So they've got podcasts, webinars, videos and social media. An exceptional way to organize content, to create a really useful resource and repository of legacy content that stakeholders and citizens can access. And I'm really impressed how they offer it in multiple formats as well. And then the final example where you have an agency communicating around climate action really well is the World Economic Forum. I am a huge fan and have been for a long time, and you've heard me talk about them before on this podcast, of how they create their videos. Their videos are so engaging. They're usually around a minute long. What we have is we have footage or stock photography then we have stats and data overlaid in bold text and then within the body of the caption they actually give us the link to read more so the video is actually a primer to get our interest and to draw us in so one that i'm looking at now the post says did you know that one in three people live in china or india learn more about how we can live longer and we can live healthier together. And so their video is six things you need to know about the world's population. They're leaning into the the six things, the listicle that gets us to click. They're showing us nice photography and videography, and they have the bold text overlay. So it's highly informative, highly engaging, and it really piques our curiosity. So again, kudos to the team.
0: Level up your social media skills by taking our diploma in social media. Plus gain an industry qualification. Use the code SocialMEDIA20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com.
1: If you didn't manage to get your ticket for the Public Sector Digital Marketing Summit, don't worry, we have now released digital tickets. And so you can catch up on the two-day summit. Day one, we've had some excellent speakers from across the world sharing their insights and case studies and the lessons learned from COVID-19. These will definitely inspire you into action. And on the second day, get access to 12 masterclasses, six, focusing on social media, and six, focusing on digital marketing and various aspects from email marketing to podcast to digital transformation strategy. So go ahead and go to publicsectormarketingpros.com forward slash 2021 summit and get your digital ticket. It's that time of the show again to remind you to pick up a copy of our new free Guide to Digital Marketing in the Public Sector, out with the old, in with the new. If you have an intention to go for promotion or to progress your career and digital marketing is going to help you at interview or even at discovery stage, jump on over to publicsectormarketingpros.com forward slash digital marketing and you can click download the guide. Thank you as always for tuning in to this episode of the show. I really value your time. I also value your feedback. Don't forget if there's ever a topic that you'd like me to cover, send me a DM on any of our social networks. Also, I'm always on the hunt for a great case study and a great conversation around any aspect of public sector marketing. So if you wanna promote the great work of your peers, don't be afraid to get in touch. Drop me an email to info at publicsectormarketingpros.com. That is it from me for this episode. I will be back again uh, next week with episode 31. And we will be bringing you behind the scenes of the Public Sector Digital Marketing Summit and sharing all of the best bits with you. you.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Public Sector Marketing Show. This episode has ended, but your digital journey can continue. Head over to publicsectormarketingpros.com to access resources and links mentioned in today's show and to connect with Joanne and her team. Until the next time, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform.